Talk into the mic again. Just to like go ooh ooh. Like hold it. Ooh. Say something loud. Something loud. The, the shitty show that we insist on assaulting people with every fucking week. Every Wel- week. Welcome back to another episode of Shades of Blue with Unfurled. <laughs> yeah, for those of you, for those listening afterwards, we managed to we accidentally no color coordinate this week. Yeah, we no plan. We, 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 we're all in shirts of blue. Shirts of blue. It's all a and, different and shade. even the shark is blue. Yeah, the shark is kind of blue. So. We're, we're now the blue cast. Uh, we're the blue, blue man group. <laughs> uh, please oh, don't sue just us for less, that. Just less talented uh, uh, in every way. Asterix, we are not actually the Blue Man Group. No, we're the Star, we're the B L O O Man Group. Yeah. <laughs> the blue. I, I mean, I think the biggest difference at this point, now that we're all wearing blue, between us and the Blue Man Group, is that they actually have talent uh, and a <laughs> successful show. So um, there's that mainly uh, that would, I think. You know, stop people from mistaking us with the uh, real Blue Man group. <laughs> that's that's clearly the only difference. Clearly. The only difference is that we're not currently making music um, with various items. <laughs> the lesser known Blue Guy group. <laughs> uh, the, oh my god. The Blue Dude group. Blue Dude group. The Blue Dudes. Uh, yeah. Man. So welcome back for another week of our amazing just sitting here and talking at you because that's what we do. Blar to blar to blar to blar. Blar to blar. Yeah. So blar. I, I like to think that we are we we are slightly more useful to people than just a bunch of dudes talking at them for an hour. We're just above <laughs> we're ju- we're just above makeup tutorials, <laughs> but but right below like real news. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh. makeup tutorials. <laughs> oh my god. So what you want to do is you want to just put the mascara on and yeah. then that way it's on and you look nice. Yeah. So a man will take you so home from the bar. So what we're doing is we're going for the smoky eye, which is a black eyeshadow that radiates out into your <laughs> eyelid. Now, to do this, we're going <laughs> to get out the blender. Yeah. What you oh want to do God. is you want to take some actual smoke and put that in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be... Uh, I, would, okay, I would do so that show. We're just going to take this cigarette here and we're just... <laughs> <laughs> there we go, smoky eye. Just imagine some girl at the club that's like all puffy eyed with crying, and she's like, "I am so beautiful. <laughs> I've got smoky eyes." Oh, God, yes. So, if you haven't realized it yet, Roland is not with us this week. 
No. He is uh he is out. So we have brought in our uh our shark resident shark. And we is... didn't bring our resident uh evil bull dragon. I'm well, here. You're, you're here. You're here. So we didn't have to oh. bring you. You were here already. We have resident oh, okay. shark though. Yep, resident shark. Resident shark. This one's this one's a he's he's, he's Sharky's he... Texas brother. He's <laughs> been showing up to more and more shows lately. Yep. Uh well, for it for happens. the for the people not watching the stream uh, and listening to this episode later, we have this plush shark that's been. Well, we we actually have two. Yeah. Now plush sharks it's that have of, been around forever. Yeah, they're and, kind of our mascot and sort yeah. of stand in when people are. Uh, yeah. I'm Sharky. Howdy, 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 howdy. howdy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Oh uh, yeah. No. No. All right. So. No. The world is messed up right now. The yeah. world is a fucking place, and unfortunately, I <laughs> have fucking very little furry porn to be able to handle yep, life right now. It's been been a uh, interesting time for oh my fucking for, god uh, the furry community the last little bit here. Fucking uh, fa, <laughs> uh, it it makes me so. So angry. <laughs> Don't sugarcoat it. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I had just about enough of that before I came here. <laughs> yeah, scary we video games. Spent a bunch of time that. playing oh, Blaze before we came. Yeah, no. Okay, so fucking for those of you who uh, don't know, uh, basically anybody not on FA. So in our listeners, it'll be the one dude who's not actually a furry. Um. By the way, I'm sorry for this. Uh, <laughs> and like the one other furry that for some reason doesn't have an FA. <laughs> um, so for everyone else, though, you already know FA has been down. Uh, what some of you might not know, however, is why. And the why is especially stupid. It, uh, it's an interesting situation. Mm, yeah. It. Oh, God. Okay. So, uh, basically what happened, uh, on for affinity, uh, as a picture website to process images, do things like resize them and get your thumbnails and all that stuff. They use a publicly available library called image magic. Very common practice. Super common library. Like I guarantee you like DeviantArt uses it. Fucking everybody uses it. It's just, it's open source. It's there. It's great. It works good, but an exploit was discovered in the image magic libraries called image tragic uh which allows users to gain access to files on your web server um fa tried to patch it but uh they didn't get to it in time uh, and there was an intrusion there was an intrusion yeah. and someone got in and downloaded apparently the entire source code for fur affinity Wow. Yeah. Yep. That, that it's a big intrusion for holy sure. Like, shit. That's, uh, that is a fucking massive intrusion. Not since fucking Half Life Two have I heard any kind of ridiculous bullshit like this. Yeah. So okay. Um it tells me a couple things. One, they might not have had their permissions and users and stuff set up properly for someone to be able to download the site. The source code for the um, entire site. But Either way, you know, I kind of feel bad for them in that respect because it was, you know, you know, the way these exploits work, it was a zero day, all that kind of stuff. And you don't know it's happened unless you're 
yeah. looking for it or know what to look for. And they tried to patch it. Um, granted, they were not quite as on the ball as they should have been for a largely used website. Okay. okay. People honking horns. Right <laughs> um, Angry people. But they tried. I, I will I will give them that. They they tried. Yep. So um someone got the source code and distributed it out at uh which BLFC. BLFC. Yeah. Which that alone is odd. That is I've yeah. never heard of someone doing that before. Just putting it on USB sticks and, and handing, handing it, it out. out. Like okay. Yeah. Um, sure. Here's a source code. I, I'm actually see. I kind of want to get my hands on it because I'm curious to see what's in that source code. Mm. I want to know the state of things <laughs> behind the curtain myself. Uh, but it was handed out, so a bunch of people got their hands on the source code. Now I don't know how many people know this, but um, there uh, a while ago it had been mentioned by FA that. Uh, FA staff just inadvertently that apparently you know they there's a lot of exploits in their code they, I mean they know about them to be fair it's been written for free by what started as what like one person yeah. and then a group and then one person again so yeah I can't yeah. imagine it's in the greatest state they got a bunch of them though that they know about and they're planning on patching and they're working on stuff but it's just like they just kind of come up as they do it and they're not major things and it's a kind of thing that unless you know it's there i.e have seen the source code yep it's not it's a, like a very specific things yeah you're not really gonna find it unless yeah you're openly involved in the inner working yep. so um someone using one of these however got into the database and deleted it yep the entire database just they basically deleted fa essentially yep. they, which that right there is disaster that's a disaster scenario <laughs> yeah and is bad so i don't know in my mind i'm already going okay wait a minute you had an exploit in your source code that allowed someone to just hit the big red fucking delete button to be fair <laughs> sql injection is that dangerous i right because yes. again if you can execute it as a privileged user which you don't need to be or have the credentials for yeah and then you just do drop table star done it Gone. yeah so it um still that is a, that is a security hole you can drive a truck through yeah it's a big one <laughs> um that's fucked so someone did this now for most normal websites yes this is a disaster scenario but they keep backups they restore the site to what it was either that night or in actually most production website cases an hour before it happened mm -hmm. um and close up your security holes and you're good uh however fa's backups apparently run once weekly yeah they're they're they're, they're weekly backups yeah. now before you go off on this i just want to preface that Backup architecture is complicated and disaster recovery in particular. I mean, there are businesses that is what they do. They come into your, your content and design it so that say today, everything goes explode. You're back up in X number of hours with all your data. Yep. Um, for a site that is as frequently accessed as FA is, um, I would think that, uh, rapid 
current backups takes over long term. Oh yeah, and I think they, from the sounds of it, it's pre- it was set up the opposite way, right? Yeah, long term storage, which is, and I mean, storage like, is finite, especially for something like I can't imagine how much data. Yeah. The so, website takes well so okay so here's the thing a lot of people have a lot of opinions on this and i can tell you mine from the standpoint of a it professional who like this kind of stuff and monitoring these things and currently my job is in like infrastructure and operations mm-hmm. i walk into data centers i look at servers i monitor servers i make sure backups run you know that like this is my job and another part of it is actually in web design and coding is what i do which also has has database aspects to it so i i kind of like this kind of stuff is what i do yep for my job um this is retarded (laughs) on fa's part like it's like inexcusable because right now there exists i can i can name you three types of backup solutions that are free open source enterprise grade and industry standards that can either do completely ongoing continuous you know if someone hits the delete button you can roll it back to like minutes ago kind of backups you've got some that do snapshotting solutions that's the one i use in my house that does hourly snapshots in a house and those take megs not 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 gigs megs okay um and like and other ones that just do differential backups that again all it takes is it's just basically a checksum of the differences but like you know it's like differencing disks does not take much it does it's not a massive performance impact especially since you know on fa i'm going to assume they're managing a few gigs an hour which on server hardware that is not a lot of data like a few gigs an hour for a massive website like this is it's nothing you can back that up easily and so like what i'm expecting from a site like fa is like hourly snapshots or you know very frequent different differential backups that just get stored onto you know i don't give a shit if you're using a fucking usb seagate disc like something anything and then at the end of the week you do your full backup and then it all gets put in and put it and locked away and that's your hard copy kind of thing like that's how these go it's like levels right you've got your big this will never be deleted disaster copy which is like once a month and that's just forever now then you've got your this is the really important one that should never go away and that's your weekly one and then you've got like your daily one and then you've got your hourly one like i think i think though that the the main perplexing point of this whole thing is the fact that i imagine whoever got in was probably somewhat of a regular to fa but we have no idea like there's you, it's all speculation right now oh yeah. totally but i mean you know you'd you'd kind of maybe assume that it could be right could be wrong but the point of the point is is i can't imagine that person like what they're exactly getting out of 
hitting the big red button and deleting everything. Like they, they just wanted to fuck with shit. You know what? You know what the big thing is? Is like it's not even necessarily that they can brag about it to anyone. No, they well they can brag about it to all their little hacker friends, but that's about. But I mean, in the grand scheme of things, though, they're gonna be like, oh no, you. You you savage! You took down like you know a free image wanna, posting like uh, uh, yeah oh man you're so such a hardcore yeah. lead hacker yeah, that's you took down a website that is notorious for having gaping gaping holes <laughs> yeah. in, in the in its infrastructure. Um, yeah. So I don't know. And one of the other things that's bugging me about this right now is everyone's like, why is everyone mad at FA? We should be mad at the hackers. And I'm like, well, okay, we are, but. but like, that, that's like being yelling at a wall because your house is too cold. Yeah, like, like I mean, it's just the hackers will always exist. They will always be there. And there's nothing you can say or do or that we can say or do, even if we entirely as a global community got up and said, no, hacking's bad. They're still going to fucking yeah, do it. They're still oh, going to yeah. do it. Like, so, yeah, but that's not doing anything. You know what we can expect, though? That websites will actually take reasonable precautions to stop this shit from happening yeah right like i am i should be able to trust a for-profit company not to lose six days worth of my shit like yep. that that's what it comes down to <laughs> and and let me let me tell you this too right so i used to design backup solutions i was backup in architecture for my previous company and so you also know a lot about what you're talking about in this situation. I was involved at my company when we had a catastrophic problem, right? We got CryptoLocker. Ah, oh, goody. And our backups were failing. Mm. The, the situation is not good. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. Your backups need to always be going. Now, I can understand the the, you know, backups are running weekly because we're running out of space and so on, but... It needs to come down to what's the site used for and, you know, what kind of data do you have? Yep. And then the biggest question is, should something happen? How much data can you, you know, afford to lose with a community site with people uploading their work to your site for it? Daily. Um, da hourly. Oh, yeah. Right? Hourly. Minutely. You need to ensure that your data is safe. Yep. Right. So uh, all the other holes aside, yeah, the backup and the recovery should be your focus um so yeah maybe you lose some of your your monthly backups down the road yeah but if you tried to tell people that you had a problem and had to roll back three months that would be even worse yep oh yeah they're gonna go postal. well and it's like it's one of those things too like especially with the nature of fa like if fucking expedia right i don't even know if they have user accounts on there so like a weekly backup of the user database front end D that makes sense because on no one's uploading shit you're booking shit so your booking system yeah that has like fucking like oh, con be continuous sync high availability cluster bullshit going on but like the front end there no one gives a shit yeah fa it's all about <laughs> it's all about the the data it's all about those yeah, yeah just being that's, posted that's, that's the that's the whole fa is literally a front end to this fucking database yeah yeah that's all it is so this database had better be the fucking secure the fa part is the sign above the store basically exactly. yeah. <laughs> so and that's the thing is 
their current solution was not appropriate for the use of the site, and that's why people are yeah. pissed off. Well, and, like, just talking to some people about it, too, like, they keep making up excuses. They're like, oh, they were trying, and I'm like, F.A., like, and I've read about what so far people know F.A., or at least the latest knowledge people have about what F.A. was using as servers, and, like, one of the things that came up, they weren't virtualized at all. Okay, so they're, they're architectures from the, what, the 90s? Yeah, like, fucking, and one of the things that keeps coming back every time this shit happens is you can tell that the people designing the architecture and designing the software are those old school programmers that are, like, not using the newfangled technology. Yeah, and, like, I mean, the site has always always felt five years behind yeah always well and that's the thing it's just like like that's the thing imagine if they they were virtualized and they were just running different differential images yeah you just restore to your previous image and you're done go and it and like how much space does that take it takes the space of a full backup plus plus all the stuff that's been uploaded a few hundred megs Uh, a few hundred megs per little difference thing and even then like and when you're talking about a few gigs an hour, right? With modern virtualization systems, you got f- f- copy on write file systems. So you don't even need like an extra copy. It just does it. Does it. Yeah. It's built into the file system. So someone on that image just goes, delete everything. You're like, oh, shit. Undo. Roll back. Yeah. yeah just undo. Oh, there and it is. There it is. Yeah. It takes seconds. So it, it like, Modern technology and modern solutions being available this widespread for free, it just makes it just so inexcusable to me. I think yeah. I think maybe this is maybe this is a big wake up call that they could have needed, and now that they're going to, you know, go oh shit, well, <laughs> well they better because yeah, this was already like the third straw. So oh, yeah, it, like and again with this we get to see again the mass people that people are exodusing out. And the problem is now, unlike the last time we had that, you know, three-day outage or four-day outage um, because of, you know, whatever failed, um, there's places to go now. And uh, again, the, uh, the, the, the uh, uh, when you have options, people will use them. Apparently, the yeah, stream consistently is... consistently working options. They're apparently, not the stream go is fucked right now. Just one second. We're going to... Quick pause here. Yeah. I'm just going to try and... Incur, uh, just one second. I just want to put something in for editing. Okay, good. No, I just wanted to oh, something okay. I can look for. And that will be perfect. Uh, okay, reduce the quality. It should be. Yeah, and this has happened in the past where I don't know if it's just the streaming technology or what. Yeah, because, like, that's the thing is, you know, when I, when I look at my computer, the actual, uh, let's see, if I go to, uh, where's Task Manager? Yeah, like. Yeah, we're not pinned. Nothing's pinned. My network's not pinned. Yeah, like, I, I don't see. Anything too crazy? That's 60% CPU. Like, And again, like, we've changed nothing, and last week it was fine, so... Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we'll just we'll leave just it keep... at that. 
Sorry, guys. We'll, Sorry. Uh, we'll we'll try and fix it. Not necessarily anything we can do, though, but... Uh, just give a quick break here. I'm going to actually quickly run a speed test just to see if... Okay, maybe... we'll, we'll stay on pause then. On pause. On pause. Pause. Na, 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 na. Yeah, I've been running into this too with just watching YouTube videos. I'll get like two minutes in, and then it'll just freeze for a second. Yeah, and have to rebuffer. Yeah, actually, that's been uh, doing that to me today as well. It's been doing that to you today. Yeah, a bunch actually. Yeah. In your like at home, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, doesn't matter, phone, tablet, uh, Roland, computer, anything. I, it, you, he was saying it was stuttering too. Roland, you you have the same internet as us. So go watch some other YouTube videos and tell me if it's stuttering. Yeah, it did that a bunch to me today, so. Yep, your upload's fine. Yeah, you're rocking. Mm, there's all kinds of people reporting YouTube issues. We've currently got watching video problems 80% over the last 20 minutes. In our area? Uh, this is Canada-wide. So... There More than go. likely, there is a problem. 18 reports in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, unfortunately... There is a problem with YouTube. Uh, we'll keep going. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. A little break, and then we'll... Uh, so, a like, little bark. All right. So, yeah. And, like, as I was saying, um, at this point, it needs to be all hands on deck. Get it fixed. And, you know... Pay attention to the fact that data loss is unacceptable here. Right? Yeah. It's going to be unacceptable every time. And if it happens again, FA is going to be in trouble. Oh, well, and that's the thing is like FA is taking ad revenue from people that, it you know, like one person pointed out, they're like, I put up a bunch of ads for BLFC or whatever, or not BLFC, uh, whatever one was just happening. That was BLFC. It was okay. Last then, then the, then the, then the USB sticks were handed out at a different con. It was the one before BLFC. Oh, okay. Because um, someone was pointing out that, like, you know, they'd put up a bunch of ads for BLFC, and at BLFC they were advertising a bunch of stuff and for stuff that they're doing on FA, like offering commissions or something, and mm -hmm. that since it's down now during the peak time after all that marketing, yeah, yeah. it, it impacted them. Yeah, by the time it comes back all the hype's died down and it's it's done right yeah. i just i guess to be fair that really no other no other industry this kind of thing is acceptable it's like if you compare it to a restaurant right yeah if a restaurant keeps closing down due to health violations or their equipment constantly breaking or Peep, you know running out of coming. running yeah. out of once people like you said once people have options to go other places they do they're, they're gonna do it and yeah. you know what personally like like i definitely still go to fa but you know what it would still be sad to see it gone forever because there is other options and at that point there's no point in them putting it back up because people have already chosen people yeah. have made yeah. their made their bed and well, gonna lie in it the, right the one thing that's confusing me is i don't know why furries insist on defending fa constantly i'm like look they're a for-profit fucking corporation like yeah, holy it, shit and it's time to run it like a business yeah. and stop running it like a social site and well and then on top of that too they're like you know i'm like look fa was not the victim in this attack you were right yeah the, right? that's that's what's You're happening here like we were the victims of this attack not fa 
it was FA's fault for not properly defending themselves. It's like if your banker didn't properly secure your money, got robbed, and then just told you that a week's worth of your cash is gone. Like, yeah, you know, who are you going to be mad at? The robber or the banker who didn't do his job properly? Like, it, it both, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> So, it, you know, it, it just and I'm like, why are you defending it? Just because it's a furry site. It, uh, it doesn't mean that it it automatically gets leeway automatically. Right. Like, Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't automatically remove now. You know. It's that it's that stupid muddled gray area, which, yes, absolutely. They should have taken precautions and the the proper precautions and done proper backups and did what they should be doing to make sure people's information is safe. You know? Yeah. On the other hand, sometimes disaster strikes, people get kind of muddled into a sort of a, a kind of like a black hole of nothing's going to go wrong ever. And it's unrealistic to think that way, but I can sort of understand it's still not an excuse and it's still not right. They should absolutely fix what they need to fix and make yeah. sure that it's it's well, up to snuff. Especially now that like they're owned by IMVU, right? They got bought out. Like they're you know they they're not like a little independent. No, kind of thing. they're they're yeah. not. They're they're owned by a for profit corporation and they're there to make money. So like whole like start treating it like that, you know? Yeah. Like, yep. my God, if in my job, I told my boss that the site went down for three days and we lost a week of data, like, the uh, like the all of IT would just be fired. Yep. All well, of it. As, like, I, as I told you in my situation where we lost two days of data due to a, you know, this crypto locker thing, the guy who was in charge of that was fired. Yeah. Like, immediately kind of thing. Like, and, it, it, <laughs> I just, and, mm. Yeah, I think, honestly, right... Bad stuff happens. It's time to realign and go forward, you know, with the well, right with the right focus. And yeah. stop treating it like a little pet project, right? Like treat it like a business. That, furries deserve better than this. Yeah. Right? They deserve to not have a site they have to constantly defend because it's a furry site. Yeah. And I understand people have that long term loyalty, right? It's been around a long time and it has been like the center of yeah. a lot of community um and I understand that. And I understand you don't want to see it go away either. Right. That would be awful because there are tons of people who that's their business yep. is on that site. It's just knowing that it's time to take that and go forward. Yeah. And move on. So, yeah. yeah. So I know, I know we have another topic to talk about, which is just as fun. <laughs> uh, Car actually in, did his in, thing in, on it. In my mind, it's actually really funny. Yeah. So let's, let's, uh, yeah, put car on here early. Thing. Okay. And uh, we'll take our, our little break. And then we will come back and we will all hang our heads in shame at the way Canada can act sometimes. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. My name is Carr. And it never fails that any time I'm going into about to record and I'm like, I, you know, I don't know what I'm going to talk about or, you know, nothing really compelling. So I start looking through my back burner topics and then... The gods of fate decide to deliver upon me something that I could not make up if I tried. So, uh, on Wednesday night, uh, on uh, May the uh, 18th, uh, the House of Commons in Canada here was convening to vote, uh, or get ready to vote, on uh, an assisted dying bill that's been going through uh, through the House here. 
Um, now, whenever you're about to get together for a vote in uh, a parliamentary democracy, uh, the various, um, what they're called the party whips, will go around and make sure that all of their members are present and seated and ready to submit their votes. And if it's something that um, the parties have said, this is going to be, we are voting as a party on this, they're also going to be the ones confirming we are voting yay or nay on this issue. Um, so that's part of the kind of the procedure before you actually get started voting. Now, during one of these collections, there was a, um, everybody was filing into their seats in the House of Commons, and uh, the party whip for the Conservative Party was actually being blocked off by a large group of NDP uh, parliamentarians that were discussing, I don't know, the Raptors game, whatever. Um, he couldn't get through to, uh, to where he needed to seat and to where he could, he could gather up the rest of his MPs. Uh, and so Prime Minister Trudeau, who was already seated and the Liberals were already ready to go, uh, seeing that the the MP was being blocked off, um, strided over rather purposefully to the uh, the group of MPs, um, wiggled his way through uh, and helped the conservative whip get through the group of MPs uh, to his seat. Now, in doing so, uh, again, because he had to push his way through a couple of different uh, members of the uh, the NDP, uh, his he accidentally elbowed a uh, member of the MP, uh, an MP member uh, from the NDP in the chest. Uh, now, as soon as he realized that that had happened, he turned around and tried to go after her to apologize. Uh, in which case, Tom Mulcair, the leader or the current leader of the NDP, just started yelling at Trudeau, just started laying into him rather loudly in the middle of the House of Commons. Trudeau turned around and defended his honor, basically, and uh, just about laid Mulcair out um, before uh, the, uh, the House Speaker was able to call to order and get everybody seated to try and proceed with the vote, with the business of the, uh, of the House. But the, ND, or the, uh, the uh, opposition parties were having none of it, and things soon escalated into basically uh, Trudeau being called a terrible person. He did apologize publicly in the house right after saying i'm sorry if i bumped into somebody it happens i'm so sorry uh and then the mp who was actually hit so uh the ndp mp uh ruth ellen brosseau came back and then later stated that she was so overwhelmed by being elbowed in the chest by the prime minister that she actually had to leave and ended up missing the vote as a result and then the shitstorm really happened so now we have got uh, now Trudeau. And then now that he knew exactly who he had hit by accident, um, apologized directly to her publicly in the House of Commons, um, and you know said, "I'm sorry, it happened. I am so sorry. I'm glad you came back. I'm glad you're you know seem to be okay." But now everyone is just running with this and just decrying uh, Trudeau is a terrible person. The Conservatives made a formal motion to actually submit this towards the uh, Committee for House Affairs and Procedures. Uh, which is now going to be taking on this issue. Uh, every MP who will listen on their Twitter account, especially within the NDP, are decrying Trudeau as um, an absolute monster. Uh, one conservative MP actually went so far as to call this the public molestation of the uh, NDP member of the House. Uh, it's, it's just absolutely gone completely, utterly, and totally out of hand. Uh, if you would like to see this video of the events that I just described for yourself, um, there it is all over the place. Um, the specific place where I pulled the, the raw footage from was the CBC website. Um, 
but I'm pretty sure that if you search right now, and thank you so much, Twitter, for providing this one, hashtag Elbowgate, um, because, you know, everything has to be a gate nowadays, for fuck's sake. Uh, you can go ahead and just and the amount of memes and the amount of like again this is this has been not even twenty four hours from when I am recording this uh, that this has happened and already just the internet is running with it as the internet is wont to do, but ultimately it's just it's it's coming out of this whole thing that like okay you couldn't beat him on fair terms and you know you couldn't pull away his popularity from anybody because again the entire world seems to be in love with Trudeau right now. Um, and now it's just like, okay, so that didn't work. So now let's just try chiseling away at what happened when he was trying to, again, get things rolling in the House. Um, now, for some more of the context, I mean, uh, the liberals were cutting short debate on this bill. Um, and again, it is about a somewhat contentious issue of, of, of conscious, uh, conscience, I should say, uh, with this whole idea of, you know, end-of-life care and everything like that. Again, another issue, one of my backburner topics, in case I run out of funny news stories like this to talk about. Um, but at the end of the day, a huge th group of NDP members were preventing the business of the House from continuing, and Trudeau, and not to make any excuses, but I'm assuming he was probably getting to the end of the day, and everyone's been at the end of their workday, and they're getting a little bit shorter of temper, um, wanted to get things going, and so pulled the uh the conservative whip through the group of people that were blocking his approach um and again if you do watch the video you can see him kind of try and shuffle around and there is no um the, the audio is not clear on whatever the specific conversation was i can't know i don't know if the conservative member was asking to be let through or if they were deliberately blocking him or what was going on there but you can definitely hear mulcair shouting afterwards um and it's just um it's ridiculous like who like, if I got shouted out like that, or if I had to make a public apology every time I bumped into somebody on public transit when I was going to or from work, or hell, um, I work in a very, very busy um, retail environment. And if I got, if I had to publicly apologize, stand up on a table and shout to the rooftops that I was so very and vehemently sorry, every time I bumped into somebody in my, in where I work, I, I, I'd never get anything done. I just, it's the idea that like these guys are just so incredibly privileged that they think they'll be able to make it through a day without touching another person is just ridiculous. And I mean, it's just like, you know, I don't know exactly how heavily um, guarded or how heavily um, protected by the RCMP or whatnot that NDP or uh, I should say MPs actually are. But I refuse to believe that they are so incredibly isolated that they never get touched by another person. And again, if you're, I mean, even, even this member, right? I mean, if, if she's walking down the city street and somebody accidentally bumps into her, is, is she going to suddenly demand a public apology or going to call the police because she got bumped into? Like, it's just, it's begun so rapidly blown out of proportion. And it's just because it happens to be the prime minister who elbowed a female member of the house. Um, I mean, I'm almost disappointed that Mulcair and Trudeau didn't just come to fisticuffs right there in the house because like that would have just been the, the icing on the cake at this point. And just with the, so in, again, in the video, you can, after Trudeau tries to take off after um, MP Brousseau, after he realizes that he, he elbowed somebody, um, Mulcair shouts at him, what kind of a man elbows a woman? And it's just, and you can see, too, like between the time that that Trudeau would had brought the, the conservative MP to his seat that he was trying to get to in the first place, what started this whole thing 
and then he went to go Trudeau went to go back and take his own seat. Um MP uh Brousseau had basically were was telling all of her caucus members what had happened and then left left the house and that's when when Trudeau went after her. And then Mulcair goes shouts at his back like oh you're a, you're pathetic you're pathetic. It's that is not acceptable behavior. Neither is is grabbing somebody either, don't get me wrong. Um like like Again, it, it's it's ambiguous exactly what had happened or how forceful Trudeau was initially being. I will fully admit that. Um, and thank goodness not every member of the, the House of Commons is just completely immediately jumping on the Trudeau as a terrible, um, publicly molesting prime minister of doom. Um, MP um, Elizabeth May actually came up, and again, during the whole now post, basically what became a question period in the House, she stood up and said, hey, so her seat is right behind where the NDP are in the house. And so she had the kind of could see behind Trudeau, like basically was behind Trudeau and said, so uh, I, what I saw, Mr. Speaker was um, the prime minister was helping the conservative member through the group. And when he turned, he uh, elbowed somebody he could not see behind him. And again, and if you watch the video, I think it is pretty clear that it is not a deliberate, like, get out of my way, I'm coming through, I'm going to... Uh, it was, again, is you're trying to push through a group of people, and your elbow accidentally pushes into somebody. And, and I can't even tell, again, the, with the video, you can't even tell how hard it was or or anything like that. But this entire thing has become twisted so quickly into such a ridiculous, utterly ridiculous narrative. I mean, we are in the middle of trying to basically rebuild our economy, change our voting system, add in a couple of other members of law just for good measure. And now for the next week, the news and the, the House of Commons itself, and at very least a committee of it, is going to be completely absorbed with what is essentially somebody bumping into somebody else at the water cooler. Ah. <sighs> Again, if you do want to see this, uh, the video that I looked at was on the CBC website. I am sure it is available in other places, um, and it's probably going to be a top story for at least a couple of more days. Uh, that's all for me for today. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, my name is Carr, and again, as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, us at unfurled.net. Enjoy the rest of the show. Wait. Welcome Wait. back. Yep. Uh, and uh so, yeah. Ugh. This, this hashtag I, kill all people who touch people. Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> down with Trudeau. Yeah. So, first off, can we please please stop with hashtag wordgate, please? It's I I mean, what do you mean? This is obviously the worst thing to happen th since Watergate. I, uh no. No, this this is a bunch of our a uh, bunch of our politicians throwing a temper tantrum. Acting like, like fucking babies. I mean, whoa. I mean, our prime minister just brutally assaulted a female with his gross molestation nubs. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I've I, never like molestation nubs. Yeah. You, you didn't see my tweet where I was talking about how we're renaming because of this. We're, we're renaming elbows to molestation to nubs, molestation nubs. Uh, because I mean, when the, uh, the leader, <laughs> the male leader of your country attacks and molests a poor, violently and aggressively woman. I mean, obviously, the the only thing that to do is to put him to death. 
uh, <laughs> yeah. by firing squad. Oh. You should, and, he needs uh, to have his elbows removed yeah, as and, a warning. And, and she needs to be made the prime minister now. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, because yeah. that, and, that exactly is what needs to happen. Yeah, because she is a, a female leader uh, and um, should not have to deal with any yeah, kind so, of male anything. Yeah, she needs the special treatment of yeah. uh, that, that comes with that. So <laughs> she uh, left her bubble at home that I, day so I she a, couldn't yeah, get touched I have by a elbows. question. Who are you? Because uh, <laughs> apparently during the break, Tal fucked off. <laughs> no, obviously, this is ridiculous. Like. <laughs> I, I read this. I've looked through a couple of different articles. I, I was curious. I couldn't believe this is fucking news. Yeah. So, like, okay. I yeah. watched the video and I will admit if I'd been bumped into like that, I'd be annoyed because <laughs> it was a bump, but it certainly wasn't aggressive An or rough or no, molesting. No, no, it was a brutal, violent molestation attack. Gonna, he, he halfway raped her. I'm going to. Fucking molest you in a minute. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I it's just, it is so absurd that this is, this is not only news, but this this is like getting irate discussion. Yeah. I Well, and I mean, I people act like that's the thing. Man, if getting accidentally bumped into by somebody, it was the worst part of my fucking day. Oh. Holy hell, I want your fucking fucking problems <laughs> let's let's put it this way okay like i was i was just i was just at just at a bar show yep where in the pit some girl was being lifted up by a guy and hucked around in the pit okay oh my god if yeah. if even kind of that attitude if that attitude has entered any other facet of our lives so at that could you imagine a mosh pit where it's just like somebody steps in and it goes bump and they're just like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, I want that man arrested. Yeah, like fucking fuck yeah, right off. So, I mean, one of the things I'm really happy about is that everyone's taking this as the fucking spectacle and joke that it is. Yeah. Right. Because like fucking look around Twitter and shit. Nobody is having it. No one. Yeah, there's lots of people who are trying to push it as something serious. But honestly, it isn't. Well, Stop. Crock of shit. That, that's the thing is the thing i've noticed is actually almost no one is pushing it as serious except for the government yeah. as in the ndp and the conservatives and certain media outlets everyone else is like why is cbc reporting on this yeah and i'll admit like, i was surprised how some of the articles were written yeah because like i wouldn't expect them to be that biased biased oh they're super yeah. biased right um, and yeah, yeah. This, this is a good example of why I like don't trust the media. Period, because uh, it's so fucking stupid. Like there, there are things now. Like people, like people who started the hashtag prayers for Brasso. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Good lord! Oh my god. No, it's a joke hashtag. Oh, nobody's, like, nobody's okay. taking it I used seriously. to be in it. I used to be an adventurer until I took yeah. an elbow. <laughs> There's the problem. Is I couldn't tell. Well, that, that's the thing. Ugh. Like, everything I've been saying is kind of the same sarcasm that's been coming out of everybody. Like, honestly, though, when you watch a video, though, you can't really even, like, you don't even really know he bumps into her until she's like, ah, like, yeah. turns around and is like, hey. Well, there, there, was a, there was a guy, he actually put up a video of him analyzing it, right? And, you know, like, Carr was saying, you can't, you can't really tell if the, he was being, if that other, uh, if the whip was being blocked. But the thing is, you can see it clearly in the video. The whip walks up to the left, 
This other guy moves to the left. Whip, okay, tries to go around to the right. Guy moves to the right. He goes back to the left. Guy moves to the left. At this point, this is when Trudeau comes up and go, like puts his arm around him to get him through. And then you see her. She's actually not near. She's like a, a like a footer or like so leaning away over for the, him yeah. from him. And she steps in when to he, like block him to when he hits her with his elbow. So it was actually by the look of the video, she walked into his elbow. She assaulted him. <laughs> My elbow, it's yeah. broken. Yeah, and fucking so, oh. like that. That's what's driving me nuts. Is there's a lot of ambiguity here, right? Yeah. And if this happened in a classroom or on the street, you might go, "Oh, sorry, I hit you. I didn't mean to." I, if that, right? I and, might like. In most cases, it's like turn around, look at each other awkwardly, and say nothing, and then like shuffle away from each other. Yeah. <laughs> but it's this. It's the instantaneous, and then fucking prolonged outrage over this that was just ridiculous it's like go to the canada subreddit right oh it's gonna be all this well everybody there right now is just like i voted for ndp i'm ashamed (laughs) like it's this is humiliating for both the conservatives and the ndp and when the dust settles what's gonna happen is the entire country is gonna be looking at them like really yeah that's how i feel right now really yeah and here's the thing six months from now no one's going to remember this. No, no, no one. No. Even yeah. all this outrage and shit, it's just going to be gone. Yeah. Because the, you know, the accidental bumping of someone in the house of Commons is not newsworthy. The, it, this no. might go down in history is the day the fucking NDP jumped the shark. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like, Oh my God. It's just like, it's fucking like, when was the last time someone in Calgary had to apologize for bumping into somebody in a fucking flames game? And the oh other thing too is, have have any of you ever like seen unedited footage or unedited footage of C-SPAN and what actually happens in the fucking House of Commons, especially no. during like a question period? It's a ple- preschool classroom. It's just a bunch <laughs> of people fucking screw. Okay, this is another joke I made on Twitter. Vancouver hockey fans are more well behaved. Oh, God than these people i yeah, half expect them to just break out in fucking chair throwing and shit half the time so if you're telling me that in that environment you're not used to getting jostled around a little bit like fuck you and then on top of that you know if your life is so fucking privileged that getting someone accidentally bumping into you is so traumatizing that you have to leave leave the room and can't continue with your job. Maybe you should take the bus with the rest of us plebs for a little while (laughs) and see what reality is actually like. I'm sorry, Miss Brousseau, but you are not qualified to be a member of the government if you don't even understand how fucking reality works and what being touched by another fucking human being feels like like how am i going to trust you to handle national affairs when you can't handle a forearm (laughs) (laughs) it's no yeah I mean, uh, go. Like, I, I just can't even. Like, her, her privilege is showing so hard that's, right now. That's, it's not even funny. Again, no other, no other facet of life, no other place, I mean, person, it would, anything. It would be like you just going into this downtown and bumping into someone and being like, "Oh, holy fuck! I've just been assaulted." No. I'm gonna sue you. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, I just 
No, I just need a break. <laughs> that that <laughs> added that attitude is fucking unbelievable. And these are people. <laughs> these are people like helping run the country. Yeah, these yeah. people like, running our country. Yeah, yeah. Like this is this is crazy. Like the fact that they're just like. Like yeah. I'm telling, there. Well, someone's eating this, snacks during okay. this question um, period. Like uh, I actually, I that was one of the things that got brought up. A local radio station, Kiss ninety five point nine. They they were like, I don't know. Trudeau's apology seemed pretty hollow. I'm like, he apologized three fucking times publicly in publicly. the fucking House of Commons. <laughs> three. Times. Yeah, a blanket comment, individual comments. He yeah. ran after her to apologize again. <laughs> and I'll like, be fair, like it's obvious that Trudeau, like, is also just, standing there going, "Really?" He just doesn't want to deal with it. Yeah, right. The apology, yeah, I'll go apologize. Whatever. It doesn't at this point. It just yeah. doesn't matter because it's going to be the thing it is. Yeah, I. Oh my god, <laughs> I like. I just see this, and I'm like, and that, that's the other thing too is like here in Canada bump into somebody you get fucking annihilated like crucified meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile in the states hillary clinton and trump are a thing like the, just they're there existing like mm, i <laughs> fucking we have international policy we have electoral reform we've got the pending trans-pacific partnership we've got the future of trading in canada internationally as we know it yeah. on the fucking line but no yeah. put that fucking down someone bumped into somebody <laughs> stop the fucking presses yeah the fuck oh, mm. it just it hurts me oh my on god so many levels and just, <laughs> i can't like it's one of those things. Like I even sent a message to Mulcair. Like I was like, I voted for NDP once. You're making very sure I never do it again. Get your shit together. Because like, I'm sorry, the way he is acting right now. Like, what kind oh, of a like, man elbows a woman? Like I'm sorry, flipping the, on the kind of man who probably doesn't treat women any different than any other person, the- i.e., a feminist. And I like, mm, I can't also stand the way this is feeding off that same SJW bullshit. I bitch about all the time. Like this man hit a poor defenseless woman. Yeah, it's, it's obviously molestation. It's unrelated. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, right? it was not a factor. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, yeah. He like, but it bleeds he in even, it anyway. Well, uh, yeah. Like he wasn't even looking at her. She was behind him. He didn't know that she didn't have a penis and was therefore a poor, defenseless, <laughs> needing of protection, fragile little flower. I, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a sixth sense to be like, ah, yes, someone without a wiener is behind me so I can boom, swiftly like, boom headshot, like just take her head right yeah, off. Like, like, and it's just like, like, I see that and I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God, Trudeau could then, be the one elbow man. Then again, what else can I expect? <laughs> from the guy who whose slogan was basically like health care people care mall care like nah <laughs> like you, you didn't oh see those god. commercials like oh my god they were bad does he run a fucking pizzeria that's that's pretty shitty for oh, him. oh my god like yeah no so yeah ndp all of you fuck off mall care step down Brousseau, step the fuck down you neither one of you are qualified if this is the way you're going to act. Well, it's like it's like okay, so one of you flips out at an elbow and the other one of you shouts like a fucking ravenous gorilla in the middle of the House yeah. of Commons rather than calmly speaking to him and be like, "What just happened?" like or assessing the situation but just going, "You 
heathen, like just going straight up, like, <laughs> like seriously, holy fuck, that's rough. Yeah. What the hell happened for that one shining moment, Canada? Oh my god, I, we're just being informed. Apparently, Mulcair is stepping down. Well, he, he's not going to be running the party no matter what. Oh yeah. So he was already stepping down. No, I mean as an MP though, not yeah. as the leader of the party, but like as an MP in general. Both of you should be fired from politics. Both uh, of these I, people. I wish we could fire people from politics. <laughs> like, I wish we could just have a gigantic Canadian. You're fired. <laughs> yeah well that's the thing like no you're, because then trump would be like just, involved somehow you know like i i wish for politicians what we could do as a country is if they fuck up we all get to like the country gets to vote and pick their next career like <laughs> <laughs> oh that would be gorgeous <laughs> no you have to run in bed and breakfast now that is your job and you will enjoy it for that's, fuck's sake no that's too good for him <laughs> That's fucking way too good. You're shouting like a maniac. Yeah, in the he gets thing. to manage an Applebee's. <laughs> you, know, you know what he gets to be? He gets to be head chef somewhere, and then he can shout at people all he wants. Where's my fucking order? <laughs> You're pathetic. What kind of a man doesn't know how to fry French yeah, fries? What kind of a man burns a man's steak? <laughs> oh, God. This defenseless woman ordered a salad, and you forgot the cashews. Like, one of the things, too, that I really wish people would talk about is how the fuck sexist is the remark of any kind preceding what kind of a man does like how chauvinistic is that bullshit well see yeah it's about a hundred times more than the actual act was yeah like i'm i said that like people are like you know he's a great guy he's defending this poor defenseless woman i'm like you are straight up sexist is that a great yeah. guy well, yeah like fucking the I, dude's obviously like a chauvinist because he's talking about like you know men you know men and, and women and women need protection yeah. like that that is like that whole attitude that is supposed to not exist right now but... <laughs> like oh my god I, mm. I feel like there was a little spark in his brain right at that moment where he's always wanted to tell off trudeau <laughs> but then the little spark goes it's Now's your chance, Mulcair. Turn around and give him the business. You've got the easiest thing in the world because the whole world is bitching about it. So use it. Use it. Yeah, he was, the, the whole time this was happening, he's just charging up his MP yelling powers. He's getting the jowl shake going. His Maximum MP, jowling achieved. His, his fucking Skyrim MP shout. His fucking... <laughs> uh, uh, there, oh there's going to be some good gifts coming out of this. That's what's going to happen. Oh my... Yeah, well, that's the thing is like it's gotten to the point now where it's such a joke that like there is a um an auto glass insurance company <laughs> that put up an ad saying get your auto glass insurance and it's a picture of some dude busting open a car window with his elbow with trudeau's face photoshopped over top of it <laughs> um someone else put up a picture of trudeau uh, of the hulk with trudeau's face photoshopped <laughs> on top of it um uh, yeah see so it's, it's already reached meme status yeah like that that's how ridiculous it, it's, it is people are meaning memeing so hard right now this, it, oh this is gonna reach the point of zidane zidane <laughs> that seriously those things were amazing the fact that he just all out out and brutal 
brutalize that guy with a fucking <laughs> super headbutt. Well, like it's just going to be that exact same. Like, people are making a big deal about this, but they're not. Rem- you know, it, it's like they fucking forgot the time that fucking. Uh, I think it was Kretzian, like straight up, just like guy a protester was in his way. He, he just sh- like he just like grabs the guy by the face and like pu- pulls him away, kind of thing. Yeah, I, and, uh, like someone had a megaphone. He just like you know grabs the megaphone and throws it down, like as he's walking, <laughs> just casually, just like no. I hope it didn't make that sound. (laughs) Like, you know, just bowls a guy over by the face, knocks a megaphone down, and then the guy, the the funniest part was that after that, the guy that got shoved to the ground by the face got arrested for it. So, and, and meanwhile, now we've reached such a pussy status. Well, if we, if, wouldn't we like, if we took this the opposite extreme, and took what's her face and did like the same thing they're doing for women, but for men and being like, clearly you are luring his elbow into your chest with your feminine wiles. Yeah. And like, uh, <laughs> you should be, uh, you should be kicked out of the house yeah, of comedy because I, I can this, see this can... innocent man was swinging around and a woman was blocking his way clearly because it's, you it's wanted to take his absurd. money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, NDP NP tries to seduce uh, <laughs> prime minister during house session. Molests like, elbows. Like, oh. Just fucking. Mm, that, that is about how ridiculous this is. Yeah, honestly, that is how ridiculous this is. That, oh, it just hurts. Good Lord. Yeah. Okay, let's. So let, I think, I think we're done with that topic. Yeah. I, I'm awesome. Like, I, if anyone else, wants to read any more of my opinions on this i put a bunch up on twitter i'm at talbull on twitter you can read a bunch of them there uh i was i was not very kind i was saying things like i I guess now we know why the young people like trudeau so much they're walking around bumping into people too always on their phone yep (laughs) actually roland just sent us an email on this topic okay well let's read that and that'll segue us into emails yeah so um even though he's not with us he decided to to chime in because yeah it's it's a a good topic so yep roland starts with fuck introductions uh when i heard about the trudeau trudeau debacle why do you put tongue twisters in trudeau debacle the trudeau debacle i couldn't fucking believe it it's comical in the video footage he barely touches her as someone with about 30 years of experience uh of moving through crowds (laughs) uh, trudeau executed that maneuver perfectly the amount of media coverage this is uh, receiving is retarded and a reflection of how our political climate is slowly shifting towards us-like sensation sensationalist bullshit i will say that if this is the sensational bullshit we have to deal with i will take it over what the fucking u.s has to deal with any day um i would expect this kind of reaction from harper uh, and the conservatives the only canadian political party i've known to publish smear campaigns uh but it seems just like all the major uh, political parties are being sore losers and looking for any reason to discredit the young hip prime minister Uh, and shame on our fucking media drops mike peace <laughs> actually peace I, 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 I really want Trudeau to do the whole have you guys seen the Obama out thing yes oh my god yes I really want Trudeau to be like you know what the media's blowing this out of proportion I apologize I'm not bringing it up again don't talk to me Trudeau out like, <laughs> yeah I would it would be a glorious day I, I I would oh my god if he did that I I would vote for him in every election forever <laughs> I just like write his name the dude's dead and I'm writing his name on the ballot like <laughs> I just want him to go up there and be like 
So um, I just want to start by saying, have any of you ever bumped into anyone? <laughs> May the person who's never bumped into somebody cast the first stone. <laughs> or have just been, you guys ever bump into anyone? Yeah, I, I did. I did this one time and it was a fucking colossal <laughs> shit show. So the moral of the story is, is never See, touch anyone no, ever. What needs to happen now is when Trudeau goes into the next session, he needs to come in with a hula hoop taped to him <laughs> yeah. to just enforce that bubble yeah right just for everyone else's protection oh my, it just well, needs to walk like that, this everywhere that's goes. the thing is i'm sure like i think i am sure that if trudeau just started treating this as the ridiculous bullshit it is the entire country would just rally behind him i would yeah like even conservatives would be like yeah, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we have to admit that <laughs> that's kind of funny um like <laughs> i just hmm yeah, okay, topic. Yeah, put it down. Why don't, Adam, you read our next email? Okay. Or we'll be I here can, I can do for that. another hour. Um, yeah. Our next email. Come on. Do the thing. Do the thing. Elbowing people's anonymous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> elbowers, elbowers anonymous. Yeah. Oh, God. My name's Trudeau, and I, I elbowed, elbow people. I elbowed a poor defenseless woman. <laughs> that clearly could not defend herself because she has a um, vagina. God damn it. I've been saying elbow this whole time and forgot that they're gross molestation nubs. Oh, yeah. Gross molestation nubs. <laughs> <laughs> Cover your elbows in shame. Cover your elbows, you harlot. Oh, I could God. just see somebody standing there like full stark naked and they'd be like, God, put something on those elbows. What are yeah. you? We're all fuck boys here because we haven't covered our elbows. <laughs> Everybody fuck boy. Anyway. <laughs> um... So we have an email from our uh, dear friend, Grinks the Lion. And Grinks writes, Hello, designated bottom cock pussy, overly flexible dildo, and guy who likes to watch. <laughs> that was the best one yet. Oh my. Awesome. Kay. So wait, which one Your is Your designated which? bottom, because yeah, you've, you've... By default. You've stated that. Probably. So that's you. I, I'm pretty I, sure I, actually, I somehow can, fall into cock see, pussy. I actually also think I'm the only actual bottom on the podcast. <laughs> so there's that. Um, um, no comment. Put your elbows away. Right. <laughs> yeah. Didn't your mom ever tell you elbows off the table and elbows off the other political leaders? I, okay. I want people, I want people greeting people by just like grinding their elbow against them to, to become a thing. Trudeau, keep your elbows off the other political leaders. Okay. I'm gonna if I ever see Trudeau, I'm gonna walk up to him and give him like, eh? yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, uh, oh, okay, uh, and then anyway. you immediately be power bombed. Um, so uh, because I like to watch. In more recent episodes, you have been discussing things like gun control. Oh, God. And the hold oh that large boy. corporations have on the government. As a United States citizen, I would like to toss in my two cents on the subjects. You can do that at Patreon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, we could use three cents. Uh, two cents. Um, I agree with Tal in both regards. Look at that. Uh, big Sweet. businesses have... Have too much control over government policies and the passing of laws. It has gotten to the point that once a business wants to get a law or amendment passed, it is very difficult to stop. I believe that people who make above a certain pay grade should not be allowed to hold political office. This would assist in preventing a business mind set from being brought into use when establishing laws and restriction. When talking about gun policies, I think that people need to realize that 
owning a gun isn't a, necess- a necessity for living. A gun's only use is to either harm or kill. If it was for protection, like many people claim, it would come equipped with a shield of some kind. (laughs) Uh, That's amazing. Uh, I do not think that guns should be banned outright, but they should be kept out of the reach of the people who are too incompetent or irresponsible to own one safely. At the very least, the equivalent of a high school education should be required. Agreed. Overall, I think that both issues come from the same source. It has become a bad habit of humankind to think solely of what is beneficial to them and not the world as a whole. Because of this, people are afraid of change and the possibility that they might be wrong. The thought process is poison that prevents people from working towards solutions that are best for everyone. Anyway, enough of the serious stuff. I have a silly question for you guys that may spawn an interesting discussion. If you had to choose one person on the cast to swap personas with... Who would it be and why? Sorry for my ramblings, and I hope you guys keep up the good work. Signed, Grinks the Lion. Uh, easy answer. I'm going to go with Vox because he's also a disgusting hybrid. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't think I could give up being a hybrid. So. Yeah. Gross hybrid swap. That means you and Roland get to swap. Oh, I don't <laughs> want sloppy ferret seconds. Who would you swap with? I mean, I did just send you that new picture I got. I was going to say, as far as that goes, I think it'd have to be you, Tell. Yeah? It had to be you. I mean, I, I still got the horns going on. See, and, and that's... And you know what? I, I, I got to say that, you know... I, actually, I don't know. On the other side, I have I have seen some amazing things ferrets can do. It would be <laughs> Like, uh, now, now I'm... No, I'm caught now. Like, bring down a Hadron Collider? Because, I mean, being all split up is... F- fun but then you could also twit yourself into a pretzel <laughs> and pretzel uh i'm sorry roland i just realized <laughs> it's like i'll swap with you uh, and i was like oh fucking way uh, i'm just kidding roland you can also get I'm stuck in large hadron you. colliders yeah yeah apparently you can apparently. you can just bite the wires of a hadron collider and bring the whole thing down and die <laughs> oh. oh god yeah well, that's uh, amazing but yeah, no, I'd stick with the hybrid thing, possibly in part because I have kind of a thing for birds. Birds are amazing. Uh, and it's truth. And hybrid and also wings, which is awesome. Um, yeah. I just I just fucking love minotaurs and you're like the closest thing to that. Yeah. So. <laughs> Min- minotaurs are pretty bad. There's just nothing cool. I don't know. That's just it's it's way too cool. Yep. I will read our Beery. next and last one from our Beery. longtime listener, actually, uh, Billy the Ferret. Um, dear Fuzzies. That's slightly less insulting. Come on, man. Get creative with these names here. Jesus. Uh, hey, guys. Haven't watched for a while, but I ha- I'm having quite the problem that you might be able to give some insight to. Basically, I want to work an uh, internship internship job for a co-op over the summer uh so during the school semester i sent out multiple oh my god i'm so tired um uh, multiple job applications i got two interviews and apparently i got both jobs one is a summer position for my campus's it group uh the people there were all nice and i felt like i could talk to them very easily however the job uh is for how however the other job is for a great for great American insurance. I'm reading. That. However, the other job is for a job for great American insurance and is a full-time internship 
position summer and fall but the people i would be working with all have worked in it for several years and it's very much a corporate environment both are flexible as far as schedule is concerned it would actually help me a lot if you guys could give some advice on the situation it would be great i'm mainly worried about working in a corporate environment for the first time uh thanks billy the ferret p.s i'm sorry for the long email uh but just worried and wanted to get some advice from the people i trust wow trust is in three air quotes yeah Ooh. Um, okay so i have worked in both a school lab and for large corporations so i'll put it this way the school lab will be more friendly easy lot lot, uh, i won't say easy but uh more social and it'll be laid back because it's in a a more uh, lower pressure environment however in my personal opinion the experience you would get from working for a large corporation with people who've been in it for a long time It'll be much more yeah, valuable. It's indispensable. Yeah, it is. And, and especially if you haven't, it's something you haven't experienced before. And I think it would be a good idea to take the plunge yep. and go es- out of your comfort zone. Especially yeah. for an internship, right? Yeah. They, you are there to learn and they yeah. will know that. They're expecting you to be a dumbass. They, they really are. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody I mean, hires an intern going, we're going to get this guy to rewire our entire fucking everything. No, These are, they, congratulations. You get to redesign the infrastructure like that. It's not how it works. You're going to be a fucking printer jockey. And, and like, but the thing is, you're going to be in that environment, not with the expectation that you have to be able to fix it instantaneously. And you're going to be with people who've been around for a while. So they can tell you, oh, you know, in school, and this gets me all the time, because in school, they teach you things. Yeah. Then you go to work your job and realize none of it was true. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. So the the big thing about it for me is, like, first thing that I'm going to point out, you're young, right? You're, I I assume you are anyway, because you're still in college. Um, Here's the thing about when you're young. You get burnt out on work a lot less. So if you can take the shitty ass job that pays well and is good experience first and get that shit out of the way. Yeah. Right. Um, Because then it gets a lot easier to get into the positions that you want later on. Uh, You don't want to. And like, that's the other thing, too, is you have to consider a lot of these guys that you're going to be giving resumes to at the end of your semester are people who are going to see people like you fresh out of school with worked at the school's IT department on their resume. Yep. Having you're in a big corporation, though, that looks so much better. It does. And like, that's the thing is when you're done school, you're going to end up in a corporate environment anyway. So and I'll be honest, having worked both for uh, for a school, for a small medium business, and for corporations, I would work for the corporations every time. Yeah. The corporations, like, they are a lot more, you know... Strict, strict. and rule-bound and formulaic. There's also all the politics and bullshit that yep. you have to deal with. Um, so take it, but my advice to you is if you want to succeed in a corporate environment, give a shit about your job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make sure you are there. You are excited and you are ready to learn like people like and this is something I actually didn't get for a long time. Like I used to look at work as like just going to work. But the thing is, people notice. Yeah. If you you are the guy who just goes to work, they need you. They want you there, but you will sit in your position forever. Yeah. So like that's the thing very much do your best to actually give a shit about your job and not just your job, but do your best to give a shit about helping the company succeed. Right. In the ways that you are able. So it's like, do your best to go that little extra, 
you know, if you notice that thing, point it out to somebody. Like, you know, the like, main thing is give a shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Care. They, it honestly, it speaks volumes don't, when you care. Don't be that guy in tech that's like, yeah, I noticed that. I noticed a pattern of these printers breaking all the time. I just decided to not bring it up and wait for all these tickets to come in. I mean, I'm fixing them. Any no. Bring it up, take the extra step, find out what's going on. If it's something like a batch or something, or say just you're in the break room and you notice the printer's low on fucking toner, just change it now. <laughs> Don't wait for the CFO to not be able to print his shit, you know, and submit a ticket. Like, you know, like, so just give a shit, do your best, honestly try, because this experience is the thing that's going to set you up for your career. Yep. And the experience looks great if it's uh, regardless. Yeah. But if you can say, hey, I worked for this insurance company for four months, um, then when a guy's looking between two guys who have school experience and the guy who worked at a corporation, he goes, oh, you've seen our environments before. Yeah. So while you're all equally qualified, at least you're familiar. Yep. The other thing, too, is don't be too intimidated of the corporate environment. Remember, no. embrace it. Everyone there, they're, you know, they're there just like you. And right. they're all people, right? <laughs> like, they're not big, scary office workers. Like. Yeah. You know, like, they're, granted, you know, when I was 23, I didn't know a whole lot about what I wanted out of life or even how to act in an office environment. You know, I did very much treat the office where I used to work uh, back when I was 23. I, uh, I think I was working for an ISP then. And yeah, I just treated it like it was a job. It was the way I paid for things. Yeah. Well, when I was 23, I was still in school. Yeah. And it, well, and it's one of those things like they definitely notice. So if you're the kind of person who goes, yeah, I am here to help this business work and succeed. That is the kind of attitude that they notice right away. And honestly, giving a shit about your job helps you get through your day too. It, is, it does. Yeah. It, it if gives you, you get some... involved, get um, engaged, then at least you're there doing something that you want to be there doing. Yeah. You know, it's the kind of thing, like if you have your own little project that, to help the company out, it's great. It looks great. They love it. And that's the kind of thing also that'll get you a call back at the end when you're graduated or, you know, cause that's the other thing too. These big corporations, if you intern with them, uh, a lot of times if they're open for a position and you apply for it and they liked you, they're, they're going to hire you immediately. Just be that peppy go-getter. Yeah. Well, like the people there know you now. Yeah. Right. Um, so, and yeah, the corporate environment. Yeah. You're going to have to deal with politics. You're going to have to deal with, you know, that one fucking director that just doesn't fucking get it, you know, and keeps oh, yeah. demanding there, there's shit. There's always people who don't get it. And you're, you are going to have to kiss ass. But at the same time, you're also working with a bunch of people in who've been in IT for years, which means most of them are probably nerds who've watched Star Trek. Uh, most of them are probably on Reddit, and you're going to be able to talk to them. I talk with my boss all the time about shit like Battlestar Galactica, and, you know, I talk yeah. to my coworkers about... You know, today we were talking about the Trudeau thing, you know, like, so you can, you will develop friendships and relationships there. It's, you know, yeah, just don't be scared. Embrace it and throw yourself in. You yeah. will trust me. It's, it's, it's just what you, you want to do. Yep. Yeah. That casual atmosphere isn't always better because that, you know, like having a slack day every day because everything is big, whatever you're not, you're not going to, you know, I'm sure the environment is nice. But you're yeah. never going to learn anything. Yeah. So the, being in a corporate environment, it's definitely a lot easier to take some pride in your work. Yeah. And if you take pride in your work, 
gonna enjoy it, it more. You're gonna enjoy it a lot more. So yeah, be super self satisfying. Yep. Okay. Well, I think that is it for tonight's show. And uh, that's we the, can. That's the whole shebang. We can yep. go home. Okay, that's the end. Bye. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> fastest end <Bye>. ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's, that's you the just end. Turn off the fucking Bye. recording, and then you just turn it off. Um, <laughs> so, who do we thank again? We thank Omari and, and ScreenFox for our intro yeah. and for our thank you uh, logo. Thank uh, you we want to thank all of our listeners for listening, all of our patrons, all for of Patreon our, our patrons it. for for patron patronizing us for patronizing <laughs> us yes. patronizing us. Um, if you want to send us or car stuff, you can send it to us at unfurled.net. That's you us. You us. You us. You us. You us at unfurled.net. Um, all of our links and associated websites and stuff can be found on unfurled.net as well. Um, Please uh, do like and subscribe, comment yeah, like, all comment, that on YouTube. Psych and subscribe. And... All that stuff we have to say. And uh, yep. yeah, I'm just fucking out. Okay. I have to go use what what do we call them? Gross my my gross molestation nubs. Yeah, I have to go rub my gross molestation nubs on people. Mm, I'm gonna they're on your table. Yeah, I'm gonna rub my molestation nubs all over my own chest and then maybe penis. How do you Oh that there's a logistics <laughs> problem there that's <laughs> confusing. <laughs> Okay. Mm, elbow sure is, jobs. It sure is going to be fun to. <laughs> it sure is going to be fun to try, though. I I can't wait for my nightly elbow job. <laughs> I'm out. That's going to be a thing. That's going to be a thing. Elbow jobs. You know it is. Oh no! Boxes, microphones falling down, falling down, falling. Oh god! Now. Okay, I don't Fuck. need. I don't need double the opinions. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I just bugging you. All I right. love your rants, all and right. I love our listeners. So good night to you all. Ah, they're all right. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, and as always, <laughs> ah, that's so much fun. Um, <laughs> don't forget to bring a towel and. Um, as end as it, <laughs> end it, witness me. And as usual, we miss you and we'll love you. Maybe one day. <laughs>